Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up live show Sunday United States Open Championship recap. Solly here. TC is here. Hello, TC. Aren't you guys going to wish me a happy Father's happy Day? Happy Father's Day, TC. Happy Father's Day. Thank you. To all the fathers and future fathers out there. Shout out to Bryson. DJ Pie is here. Hello, DJ. Hello, hello. Happy Father's Day, Randy. Big Randy is here as well. Hello, Mr. Big. Hey guys, thanks. Uh, the kids surprised me today. Came out to Denver, so had a had a great morning. <laughs> How many kids do you I have? I didn't know they were talking to you. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> they weren't. Can we get a, uh, a an update on the ice? We have uh, we've left it in there for four days. It has uh, outlasted Rory, I believe. It's sad to report, but there is ice still remaining in the cooler after four days. Yeah, I don't think Neil closed it up yesterday. I think we had some latching issues on the on the cooler uh, itself. Uh, you know, it's mostly it's pretty liquid in there right now. You know, it's pretty sad. There's a couple couple cold Miller lights floating around, but uh, you know they are very very cold. I can tell you that. Thanks to our friends at Yeti, they are ice cold even if there is very little ice remaining. It's incredible. It's incredible yeah. that it lasts that long. Their products are incredible. You can go to Yeti.com, check all those out. TC's got one right here. Which one's this one? This is the twenty ounce Rambler. This is kind of my everyday thing, and then I take the the, the big boy, the 30, 36 the, or thirty four, the, the monster beach. Rambler. Yeah. I leave them everywhere. I got one in my car that's been there for a week. I got one in the kill house that's been in here for a week. Thank you to Yeti for sponsoring the live shows all week long yet again uh, and bringing you this fantastic content uh, as well. Our friends at Callaway want to bring you this first segment with limited commercial interruption. Callaway, makers of the number one irons in golf. How about that? If you're listening that's to the show, buy some Callaway stuff, man. It's been, yeah. a, it's been a long time. Buy some Yeti stuff. <laughs> buy some yeah. Callaway stuff. Get in the game. Love it. Maddie Fitzpatrick. Wins the United States Open Championship. I'm going to go to Randy first. We never go to Randy first. What's your what, What's your reaction to what we just witnessed? Great round of golf. It was uh, well deserved. I, I excited for for Matt Fitzpatrick. I, I think back to you know TC and I uh, and, and all of us really, but you know seeing him on the driving range in Hilton Head and just saying like, man, this guy's game. It just seems like it's tailor made for. A U.S. Open, uh, just a, a, a proper, proper player, and maybe not as much PGA Tour success to this point as we would have thought, but obviously a, a big breakthrough win, breakthrough performance, and uh, very happy for him, very happy for all of England. We've been talking about this all week, and we've been talking about it really all year in terms of how much he's improved off the tee, how much his whole entire playing profile has improved. But, man, even being as aware of that as possible, it was amazing to see like all of the alpha shots that were required down the stretch at a U.S. Open. If you asked me 12 months ago, I, between Rom, Scheffler, Zalatoris, Rory, all the guys in the mix, who was going to be the dude that hit 17 out of 18 greens on, the, on Sunday in the final pairing at Brookline to go win the U.S. Open, including that shot out of the bunker? Would not have picked that. That would not have been my guy. It's not just that he hit the greens. It's where he was hitting it on the greens, I think. Like, that's where that's the truest test because it seems like that's always kind of been, been his game. But he's, he's raised his floor. He's done all the – you know, he's worked his ass off, it seems like. Just looking alone at ball speed. I tweeted earlier, it looks like he's, he's been, you know, swinging a 30-gram iron shaft because it's, 
it's just so quick through the zone. Like there's no way that that he's he, that he's generating that much speed. And sure enough, he is. It's it's unbelievable. We said a lot of uh, a lot of this the last couple nights too. But just you can't really overstate the whole. You know, starting to play well in a major, starting to be more of a favorite, starting to be more in the conversation, going back to the place where you won the USAM, being expected to play well, being everybody's like, no, this is my sleeper pick. This is the guy. This is the guy. This is the guy. And then going out and winning the golf tournament. I mean, it's it's so freaking impressive. And ditto that for Zalatoris, which we'll get into. Uh, but two guys that, you know, everybody expected to show up, and then they showed up, which... And is, on the heels of both of them having yeah. some heartbreak yeah. after some yeah. hills. What was that, three or four weeks ago? Yeah. Um, I, I, which again, I thought, we yeah. said this last night, but like Fitz did not play good no. at, at no, the, that awful. Sunday at Southern Hills, and you did not know how he was going to bounce back. And he was so far and away the dude today. And God, what a what a deserving champion! I thought the the shot that he hit into fourteen, kind of to get up on yeah. the like like inside the slope or above the slope there, you know, on that top shelf, like that might be the only par five in America. <laughs> That and uh, 15 at Splash World that, like, matter anymore. But that was, I mean, that was kind of out of the rough, I think. Fairway, like, pulled the fairway wood, got it up there, pulled that off, and then the iron shot out of the fairway bunker on 18. And the iron out of the rough from 225 on 15, 15. direct, like, directly at the pin and yeah. then drained the putt. Like, he, it was, uh, the honestly, what was really impressive, too, was the pace at which he was moving through everything. It was, it was not... It was kind of like things were moving very quickly, but it was just a confidence thing. It was how fast he got over the ball and hit it on tee shots that were just like sailing right down the middle all day long. He was just incredibly confident, and man, it's it uh, walking that golf course for several days, several times this past week, and playing it a month and a half ago, like <laughs> realizing the level of big boy that's needed to hit a lot of those shots. It's just it's hard to it's hard to emphasize like how unlikely it is that he would outball strike all those dudes. Which for. Like for someone who's so analytical and I mean takes copious notes and just very very like squeezes the most out of his game, it's it's kind of remarkable that he plays as fast as he does because you'd think he'd be yeah. computing all those numbers and all those prior experiences and and drawing upon all this stuff. And no, he's decisive and quick. And, and I wonder if that's committed. always been the case. I don't know enough about his game really to even know that, but I wonder if that's something that kind of took some getting used to and and something that he's gotten better at. I mean, it's not like this is his first big dick win though. That's true. Is this a big dick win? Well, listen, we'll, we will certainly evaluate that. I don't know if it <laughs> stands on the level of the Omega European Masters and the Dubai Desert Classics and things of that nature. <laughs> that was such an alley for you guys to lean into the setup and say it's not a big dick win, but we'll we'll get to that later. <laughs> you can't bait him into it. I was no, I know, I'm I was not, trying. You know to. what? Like I'm trying but, to get him to tire no, themselves out. No, but doing out. that like that would be a bit. Like it's like the setup stuff's not a fucking bit. I know. Like it's not, not a like, bit. I legitimately felt guy. like they like. It should have been like it was firm and fast Thursday, Friday, and they didn't let it be. And then we got a taste of it yesterday, and then today, it was soft. Like, and it was going to be soft either way. So we might as well get the firm and fast when we're able to, right? Yeah. You got to smoke them while you got them, man. I think it was a fantastic championship. It was. I, I don't have the uh, I, I don't have the enthusiasm to to. It was you know, awesome. It was really really fun. That was an exceptional. You know how the golf is really good is when when you're sitting on the couch and you like if you ever feel actually nervous on the golf course like that little jittery feeling of like before you're getting ready to hit a shot. I felt that sitting on the course like <laughs> watching guys hit shots today. I was like with Zalatoris and Fitzpatrick got up to 17 T. I was like, "Oh, I couldn't hit this shot right yeah. now. I'm nervous watching it." It that's that's golf, man. And it helps to have gone commercial free and like set up the shots and feel the tension of like here's exactly what's going on at this part of the golf course right now. This is not on tape delay. Like here's what's happening in that little corner. That was 
that's that's golf, man. That was that was some of the best viewing we'll have of the year. Cody, what do you got? Well, Fitzy's in his uh, presser right now, so I'm going to pull up some tweets as we got them. First one coming from friend of the program, KVV, about the the current plan that he's got going right there. So, a little context uh, into the inner workings of, of what how people are feeling about others who have jumped to live, but. I'll continue to throw them up as they, they come up, and we'll see how he goes. And if you're listening on the podcast, he said, I asked Matt Fitzpatrick what he thought of, of Scotty saying he was on the Bryson plan. Fitzpatrick said, I've had my drug test, and it was negative, <laughs> grinning as he said it. So uh, I don't know if that's a sh- I don't know what the live uh, drug testing policy is yet. but uh, well, Randy, I go back to, to watching what you said, watching Fitz like a couple years in a row on the range at Harbortown. He'd, either he was still an amateur, he had just turned pro. And just, you know, he was so skinny and so, and it's crazy to see the development and the, the, you know, just the, the uh, progression really over the last 10 years. I, I keep going back to Thursday night when you're like, no, 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 guys, I was out there with these two and he's blowing it by <laughs> Dustin Johnson. And I'm, like that, that is such a shocking, shocking comment thinking of, you know, where we've been over the last 10 years or so. It's like, I mean, like year end rank. Uh, 2015, 43rd. That was kind of the first year he burst onto the scene, and he's he has not finished outside the top 40 one time since uh, really since he got in, uh, you know, early 2016. And I think that just shows you like he's just chipping away, yeah, just chipping away, slow and surely. He's just been living in the I don't want to call it the female zone of like being a really really good player without like racking up wins against like the best fields in golf and like to go out and do it. Like if you're going to save it a time to go do it, it's probably the United States Open. That's pretty pretty and, spectacular. And to his credit, like he doesn't have some skill like female yeah. that's that's like he's driving it thirty by everybody and he's you know like it's like he's he's a much 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 better golfer than Tony Finau is. This feels like it's like staying power, if yeah. you ask me. Yeah. It, it really does. But uh, we're not going to keep him waiting too long in the green room. We have uh, a guest that when, when you see the visual when this comes on, it's going to shock you a little bit, right? Because it's shocking me a little bit. And uh, welcoming in, he's been watching the golf in his hotel room today. Mr. Harry Higgs joining the live show. Hello, yeah. Harry. How are you? What's up, guys? How we Hitman. Doing? Harry the Hitman Higgs. Where are you at? Are you yeah. in Hartford already? Or are you... No, I am in Jersey City, New Jersey. Oh. Uh, I'm here for a hidden giggle uh, pay-for-play tomorrow and then driving to Hartford. A little Liberty National uh, in your future far. tomorrow? No, it's uh, Bayonne. Bayonne. Oh, of course. Big-ass American yeah. flags. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good on Liberty National. I checked <laughs> into the hotel, and the guy saw my golf clubs. He's like, you know, Liberty National is not far from here. Yeah, 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 I do know. Harry's, Harry's going to Pumpkin Ridge. <laughs> Try to get a quick look easy, at Pumpkin Ridge. <laughs> How much golf did you watch today? I watched uh, I watched all of the last, what, probably 10 or so groups. When I got to the hotel, it uh, was just before kind of like the leaders teed off. So I got to watch. I got to watch pretty much all 18. I, I Yesterday, I... I hunkered down um, early in the morning, caught everybody, and then uh, watched all day yesterday. So I was just as perturbed by the uh, just ass coverage as you guys were. <laughs> I had to do it to myself all day long. Uh, I very much appreciated following along and listening listening in last night to hear DJ get fired up um, was was a true treat. I, I hate I hate being that guy. It's it's not fun. And I will say today was today was 
kind of a delight. I mean, it had its, it's better. had its parts, but it was much, much better. And the Mike Wan tweet, I mean, we'll get into all of this later, but that yeah, was, that was yeah. quite a diatribe. At least Mike Wan being, thank you. At least Mike Wan, uh, you know, being self-effacing about it was, was interesting, but Harry, what, what stuck out to you, man? I mean, we just talked about Fitz for a little while. I don't know if you've, if you've had much, uh, spent much time with him, know him very well or, or what stuck out just from watching the broadcast. Yeah, um, I'm a big Matt Fitzpatrick fan, uh, big Billy Foster fan as well. Um, we play, I think we've maybe played a, a few times, once or twice. He, people ask me like, who's who's most impressive? Who's and in a in a, I guess well, I guess it's not really that weird anymore. Uh, but in a weird way, like Matt always comes to mind. Um, we played together in at Shadow Shadow Creek, right in Vegas, and. Like I think it was Saturday, <clears throat> both playing fine, and for like the first seven holes, it's just kind of boring, like low, kind of basic shots, but all like the shots that were required, landing it where it was supposed to, and then I believe, or maybe seven is the par five. I think it is seven. We both driving into the fairway, and I'm, I had well, this was before he was bombing it. I had hit three wood, so I was just behind where he was. Um, now I don't think I can hit it within twenty yards of him, which is impressive um and I, I like i have no chance to hold the green i had probably 250 yards flag back left real shallow little area and i so i just hit it over there on the right get it up and down move on and we're kind of like walk over to the right my brother and i and he sends this five wood to the absolute moon and like audibly out loud i was like holy shit did you see that coming ever from this guy uh that kind of like turned me on to matt fitzpatrick like just out of nowhere he'll hit a shot that obviously he's i would guess he's probably gonna be cl- close to a top 10 player in the world but he hits a shot out of nowhere that's like well, I, I mean i just went through my process to hit my shot and said i do i do not have that ability and then he'll just out of nowhere he does it um so no, that was that was really fun to watch. Um, I guess in a way, kind of hurting for Willie Z again. It's starting to get sad. I mean, the poor guy. Like he's got. I feel like he's getting too close. He keeps getting this close. He's never going to win one, um, but he is going to win one. Harry does um, does does Fitzy always play fast? Because like, he always been just yeah, like, super yeah, decisive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like I would have taken a little bit longer on that bunker shot on eight. Yeah, um, I mean, he you- grabbed his. I don't know. They didn't tell you what club he was hitting, uh, but he grabbed his, we'll call it eight iron and just splashed it out. And it sounded, it, it sounded to me like he had chunked it. Uh, and it almost looked like his reaction that he was kind of waiting like, Oh man, but um, obviously not just striped it 20 feet behind the hole. And I was, I would thought, I thought he would make that then um, to squash it. And then I really did feel like Will was going to hold that putt. Uh, it looked like he obviously hit a great putt. It just sadly did not go in. The poor guy is missing out just, you know, by a hair. It Can you help describe, if we're talking about Matt Fitzpatrick last year was a 169 average ball speed, and this year 174 average ball speed. Can you put into perspective, help describe what that kind of leap looks like and how ridiculous that is? <laughs> it's, a, it's quite a leap. Um, it makes golf easier, obviously, as – whether or not you're like paying attention, obviously, if you just hit it further, it's the, the game's going to be easier. And he's still very accurate as well. Right. You can see some. <clears throat> I'll, I'll kind of let you guys in on a little bit of a secret. 
those TrackMan numbers when you're watching it on, on TV are oh, definitely a little juiced because um, <clears throat> I know I'm not hitting 180, and sometimes there'll be you know you'll look up your like tour cast something or other, and it's like 181, and I was like, no, I hit that off the toe. There's no way, Harry. He's passing uh, the eye test, but, though, man. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, it's it's wildly impressive. I know he's uh, Corey had me doing the same uh, stack system throughout the off season to. to you know, Sally was doing that. Sally was deep in the stacks. Where's your result? I heard myself. We share share the same coach. Yeah. I heard myself Uh, like eight times doing it. (laughs) I never had a problem. It looks like you put this here, this here. Yeah. I had to make sure I wore a glove because I thought I was going to throw it. Um, (laughs) But no, that's huge, man. That's five mile an hour. And then like, I guess there's theory, no end of sight. He looks a little thicker yeah. as well, um, which I could help him get even thicker if he'd like. <laughs> I don't know that it would speed him up. But, uh, no, it's, it's a huge jump, and he's I mean, he's been in contention every time he's played. So that was probably the only ingredient he was missing. His, I, I really wanted to see um, him under the gun go to that cross-handed chipping, but I, I think he, he missed, what, one green? I didn't. One green. All I don't right. remember where it was, what green he missed. Uh, I never saw the cross-handed chipping. I wanted to see that. That's not necessarily a crutch. I mean, he he keeps saying that this is, you know, a predictable way. I get a, you know, same kind of strike and flight and trajectory and spin. And But, I God, I wanted to see him where, you know, we saw some shots throughout the week where guys were, you know, it looked like that, that – uh, bent was nice and tight and then it was probably a little moist today i would love to have seen that cross-handed chip you know 30 yards over a bunker but he didn't put himself in any of those situations and walks away with a trophy randy you were you were getting ready to say something here welcome back to the show randy (laughs) yeah thanks uh harry i my question is the bunker shot uh, obviously going to be an iconic shot how how difficult of a shot is that i'm seeing you know, but besides being the seventy-second hole of a U.S. Open, is is yeah. what's the degree of difficulty there? Because I'm seeing some stuff like, "Oh, this is one of the greatest shots of all time," and it was a good shot. I, I I guess that has caught me by surprise, though the the praise being heaped on it. Yeah, it didn't look overly difficult. The tongue being in the shot, like in the camera shot, I think maybe. Look, and again, I wasn't there. And, um, you know, but it, it, it looked like the tongue being in the shot, in the camera shot, made it maybe a little harder. Now, your point is correct in that 72nd hole uh, in a fairway bunker over a, a bunker, a really deep bunker. Well, I mean, they, t- they must have said it 100 times how deep that bunker was on 18. Um, yeah, that's, that's the tough part about that. Um, we saw, you saw Rom, you know, yesterday into the lip, and then, and then he did what – I was figuring he was going to do kind of chunk it a bit, and then it's going to plug in the bunker. So I was thinking maybe if anything, that's that would be Fitz's trouble. It didn't even really. They were going on about how he had to like start at the left edge of the green and cut it. Um, it didn't look like that ball. Again, I'm just watching from a hotel room. I can't really tell, but it didn't really look like that ball ever really started that far left. So I don't think that tongue was terribly in the way, and it looked like about an eight iron. So ball first. With a little bit of loft, it's not that big a deal. But if that ball comes off a little heavy, um, then you're plugged in the front bunker and you're probably out of the playoff. 
Harry, we're going to bring in a, uh, another guest who I believe is a friend of yours, but we are going to request that you guys keep this show PG, uh, if you will. We're going to oh, request God. that the clothes please do stay uh, on. Yeah, how'd I know? How'd I know? As we welcome Joel hey, Damon buddy. back onto the show. Hey, Joel. Hey, man. Hey, Harry, you look phenomenal in a mustache, by the way. Okay, but the thanks. fact that I first hear you cutting in and telling me Matt Fitzpatrick bunker shot wasn't that impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Let's open. <laughs> well, I said no. I set the, him up for that. The most Joel. difficult part about it, you didn't hear what I said. <laughs> the most difficult part about it was it was the seventy-second hole of the U.S. Open. Yeah, the, the seventy-one before that was a, was really hard. <laughs> that was a hard hard spot to one get of, to. One of my favorite quotes. Uh, this is back to junior golf days. There was a, a couple guys. I actually, I only remember one name was Eddie Olson, and I don't know who he's talking to. He goes, dude. I win golf tournaments you can't even qualify for. And, uh, <laughs> so, Harry Higgs talking is Patrick hitting a bunker shot on 18. And uh, I, I, I love it. Can I flip him off? Also, yeah. Harry, you are you also phenomenal out of bunkers. And I think you would hit the shot just the same, too. It set up yeah. nice for a little choke down 8-iron. Yeah. You would have been just fine out of that bunker, Joel. You what? You kidding me? I can barely. I would have chipped out sideways and played. For- <laughs> you're so full of shit. What did you? You just finished top ten in a major again, and you're just whining and crying that you're no good. I did not say that. I'm just saying that the third place is a lot of money at the U.S. Open. If you hit that in the lip, it comes back in your footprint. Now you're in trouble. Yeah, there was very, what, very fair point. As you were heading, still to the, good playing, man. Yeah, as you were heading to the tee today. Yeah, but- Azinger said, uh, you know, nobody out here thinks he can win except maybe Joel Damon. And I just said, no, Joel Damon doesn't think he can win. <laughs> no, he said he said it in one of the in one of the it was on the post round last night or pre round this morning. Uh, you know, quite a bit of confidence out of it's you, Joel. A, I could win. Terrible. Yeah. Joel, you look I like also, you were walking around though, holding some putts. I, I saw the kind of Joel Joel has a lot of uh I like to call it motherfucker or killer in him, but he doesn't like to protrude that he, you know, it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm just hanging with my boy Gino. We're having such a great time. <laughs> Joel will put the hammer down and, like, go and get it. And, Joel, you look like you were walking around a little bit on that back nine or, or late late front, early back nine. They stopped showing you play, which kind of sucks. Um, yeah. But you, it looked like we had some killer in our eyes and just, you know, shot shot or two here and there, and that's that. Yeah, you're. I mean, Harry, you're you're a little bit right on that. I, no, no, I'm dead. I, I, I know. I'm right. I mean, I, I think Foley or Nolang up, uh, put out that I was top second in ball striking going in today, maybe. And I probably didn't go down that far today if I did at all. Like I was at least top five in ball striking this week, and I didn't put phenomenal this week, uh, clearly, but. Um, I hit it good enough to win this damn thing. It's easy to say when you lose by six, but uh, my my ball striking was there, and I, I hold a couple of good pars and a good birdie putt on seven. I made the par putt on eight. I was like, yeah, that's where I, have- I kind of saw it, Jolie. Joel, what's what's going to yeah. be the, the lasting memory this week, you think? What, what's going to stick with you the most? Uh, that's a good question. Honestly, I don't – I wish – other people could have been there, but the reception I got walking up 18 today was absolutely mind-boggling. Uh, my wife is next to me. She goes, "Yeah, that was really cool." Hey, Lana. Uh, I've never, like, I've never had that before in any situation. But like, 
it started early and they started like yelling and I kind of raised the putter and kind of said thanks. And then it got louder. And then like I looked to the other side, like it was really, really cool that uh, maybe I was, I don't know, whatever to the fan. Like they, they kind of, they were hoping I was slightly later into that Sunday round and maybe there, but it was just a, that was a really cool moment for me. They love um, you, big man. Look what happens when you take your clothes off on TV, all of a yeah, sudden you become yeah. a fan favorite. Best fans in golf. Naked, Joel. Real recognize real. If man. I would, yeah. If I would have made that, if I would have made that shot in eighteen, I would have definitely taken the shirt off and pulled it around <laughs> for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I'm seeing a question from the crowd from Keith. Thoughts on LACC next year? Sounds like it's going to be super long and impossible, so I may just uh, pack a two-night <laughs> oh, that Jesus. one. Jesus. What, what did you have to be convinced to even try to qualify for this one. What did you say I mean, after your practice round on Tuesday? Someone came up and asked you, do you feel any different about this course right now? What did you say? Uh, not really. It's still really hard. <laughs> or did I say I have a killer fight? in him and he just likes to hide it? Yeah, it was very much. It sounded like you had written off your chances going into this week before it had even started as of Tuesday. But that was also so. Also Tuesday, I was not really ready for Tuesday. Like I, I briefly talked to Spieth. I was like, "Hey, you have room in the practice round?" I saw maybe it was open. I didn't get in until two a.m. on Monday night, so I show up Tuesday, and I show up on the first tee, and I hadn't played since the last Monday qual since the since I qualified in. So I show up and I'm rusty as shit, and I'm trying to play with these four guys or with the. These guys who have everywhere, and I'm like, holy shit, I am not ready for this. So I by Wednesday evening, I started to hit it pretty good. Joel, what's the or I guess question for both of you guys? I, I mean, like Harry, I mean this in like with the utmost respect. Like, like, what does it feel like to see all your peers out there competing in a major? Like, how motivated does that make you when you go out the next week? Like for travelers this week, are you just chomping yeah, at the so bit to get out my- there? I'm doing this hit and giggle deal tomorrow at I think 11:30. I have to be there. I already asked. Are you doing good, Silo Ridge? No, no, uh, Bayonne for City, I believe it is. Cash. <laughs> um, <laughs> Joel's getting paid for events you can't even qualify for, Harry. <laughs> answer your question, Tron. Harry's looking to win tomorrow. <laughs> well, no, I need tomorrow. Is pretty worthless. I'm pretty sure I'm just on a par three. Um, like doing me, you know, shaking hands, kissing babies, hitting a shot. But I, I'm supposed to be there at 1130, like just go out to the hole. Uh, with all these guys, Joel, uh, Denny is a good friend, like, you know, and then missing out on a major, which I hate. I, uh, I arranged so that I could get there in the morning before this hit and giggle play day and practice. Um, so I don't basically have like a wasted day. So I think me, me going out of my way to arrange a, a, like a practice session in the morning after watching these hooligans uh, almost win a major championship. I think that would answer kind of how I feel about one watching and seeing them. It's really cool. It's a lot of fun. And then also it's wildly motivating to go out and get better at golf so that I can do it the next time with them. Joel, what's the, what's the balance between nerve wracking and fun based on what you just experienced? That's a good question. I there's I was super nervous to my putt on eighteen. I don't know if they put that on TV, but that was worse than Zalatoris's strokes that I threw on that thing. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, yeah, like 
uh, I was nervous energy. Like, uh, I was, I was good all weekend as far as like, like nervous, but I was like confident and nervous. Like I like, I want to be in this moment. I know my golf game's good. I know I'm going to hang around type thing versus like, Oh shit. What am I doing right now? Like I don't belong here. I never had that feeling of I don't belong or what the hell is happening. I was in control of my golf ball as far as hitting the golf shots with the longer clubs. I knew what I was doing. I was good there. Um, but there's, I've certainly been there before. I'm like, holy shit, I am not good enough for this, or I'm not ready for this right now, or my game is not where it should be for this moment type thing. Um, but this week, I was always, I was very comfortable in what I was doing and kind of how my swing felt and, you know, where my ball was going. So that, that made it a lot easier for me in that sense. But sometimes you're out there, and Harry can attest to it, that, like, Dude, I completely fake that golf round around. Like I hoop some putts, I miss hit it all spots. But uh, this week I really did basically stripe it all week, and uh, that gave me a sense of confidence. Or, or I doubt myself this week of like, oh, am I gonna blow up? Like in- instead of waiting to blow up, I just kept believing that I was just gonna keep keep hitting good golf shots, and I kind of kept doing that. Yeah, you you're not lying. You were you were fourth in strokes gain approach for the week, and you gained shots off the tee too, two and a half shots off the tee. So it was, and you were basically neutral around yeah. the green. So you you gained ten shots in ball striking alone this week for T ten. Do you know Do you know exactly how much cash you just made? I'm assuming four hundred k. Yeah, <laughs> that's what people but, are saying. Uh, what are we gonna add to the What are we gonna add to the new house with all that cash, Joel? No, we're just going to pay for it at this point. <laughs> and you got into next year's tournament. Yes, you're That's in right. LACC. Yeah, they mentioned that, which I, uh, yeah. which is, is, but LA isn't the LACC like 7,900 yards and just a comical It'll, it'll be joke? firm, though. Firm. Yeah, yeah I, I, firm. I don't think of LACC and think long, 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 especially because there's, like, they're not going to use the back tees every day. There's a bunch of, uh, okay, there's a bunch of variety. Back there, like they'll play I one of the par fours as a par three one day. They'll play one of the par threes as a par four one day. Oh, what? Jesus. <laughs> what would I have finished British this year? Say it again. What would I have to finish today to get into the British? Do you know? You guys know that one? I do not know that. It's a good question. I, uh, we're gonna we're gonna look really that up. No, that's all. Just I'm pretty sure that's all just world ranking, Julie. So I think. You so have. world ranking. Oh, Second at the U.S. Open, if the world ranking isn't high enough, they would it wouldn't get me in. No, my fourth last year at the PGA, they don't no opens. Mm. <clears throat> mm. So They're not doing the just whole world rankings, the whole open series they, thing anymore. I don't think that this is an open well, series yeah, event. Are. I don't know, but they are doing yeah, an open series. Well, I, think I know would have gotten in with a win. <laughs> I have oh, to check that? on that though. I think that's right. all right. <laughs> Thank, good work, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> What what are your thoughts on how this golf course played, both as the week went along, early parts, late parts, with overall course setup, the challenge? Was it a, was it a proper U.S. Open test in your mind? Leading the witness, so leading the witness. Just asking, just asking somebody that just played in it. I don't have a ton of experience. So I played Pebble, but I didn't play well there. But it seemed pretty good. Uh, Wingfoot was a joke. I thought it was just like a guy like me can't play Wingfoot. Like I. Like, Bryson won it by hitting it 350 on every hole. Like, that's not fun for me. Where this golf course, I think, was pretty fair and fun for anyone. And they let the, they let the kind of wind or the weather dictate the score. Like, if I 
it was it was it, it was a good setup. It was it was super fair. If you had good golf shots, you could make a birdie on every hole out there if you had good golf shots. But you could make a bogey real fast if you didn't. And I think it was kind of fun. I think it was fun that guys were hitting like I'd sell a driver and they would hit two, you know a two iron or hybrid or three woods out there. Like I even hit some hybrids and three woods off tees at the US Open, which is kind of fun. So uh, a drivable hole I think is always great on five, uh, pinning on wind. They moved the tees up on some par threes for tough pins. Uh, like today, what we had 99 yards of the hole on 11, I believe, adjusted. Uh, and it was not fun to hit that golf shot. Like, it was it was cool. Uh, I think if they, if they played a tournament here every year, like, it would be phenomenal. I was saying this should take the place of all winged foot years and probably most of the Tory yeah. years. Oh, Tory is miserable and Wingfoot's miserable. Like oh, it's not wait. golf; it's just as Hell far yeah. as you can. <laughs> Love that. But I'm a bomber. But if I'm Deschamps or an absolute just going away guy, then yeah, I want to play those. But those guys can't play this golf course. Yeah, mm. they can't. Mm. Don't have their advantage that they normally do. Yeah. Joel, but I was I'll- saying that speed and hitting the ball far is still an advantage. Is is a skill? Like I could learn to hit the ball far. Well, we everyone. All- can. Yeah, we would all but be that's... screwed if Joel hit it far. <laughs> what were you going to ask, Harry? Al wanted to know what was Gino's best moment of the week, Julie. He was kind of quiet. Oh, oh, this is a sneaky, funny story. So we're Friday afternoon. We're finishing late. We're third to last group. It's late as shit. And the set, we're in the middle of 17th fairway, and this girl, I hit a wedge on the green, and this gal, not a girl, she's... 35 or 40, which is Gino's age, our age. And it's like, Gino, I love you. I know you're sleeping in a terrible spot, but I'm at the residence in in 225. <laughs> and he always says, like 90, 98% of the guys like are all dudes yelling at us, right? It's like, yes. Harry, we don't have girls yelling yes. at us for, yeah, this is not <laughs> yeah. middle-aged dudes yelling at us. So, And she was not unattractive. I mean, I'm not gonna say she was gonna be on Maxim or something, but um, <laughs> and she waited until we sent her scorecard, did all of our BS efforts, and she kept she yelling for Gino over there, oh. and she's like, "Serious, I want to hang out with Gino." And uh, he leaned. She's like, apparently, she wanted to hug, give him a hug, and she kissed him uh, on the cheek, but still was advancement. So I think that was Gino's highlight. <laughs> Although his, his highlight might be tonight, right? <laughs> he also did not give me a bad number this week, and he gave me mostly correct advice, which yeah. is positive. Big, big win for Gino if he doesn't mess up the math. So that's good job by him. Joel, how was uh, good. how was Nick Hardy's game playing with him today? Dude, that guy's good at golf soon. I think. Uh, that guy's too good not to be better than he is. I don't know what his year's been like, but all he's been good. But that guy puts the eyes out of it. Like that is, he he was hooping early, and I think I think he realized he was close to the U.S. Open, and then he decided to not be close at the U.S. Open, <laughs> which is okay. Uh, but he puts it nicely. If he can control like flight, some lower, shorter irons and wedge a little bit better, I think he'd be he's going to be good. Sweet. All right, we're gonna we're gonna let you guys uh, get out of here. Go ahead. Nice go. Hey, I will say this solely. Uh, I don't have a caddy for the Scottish Open, and I'm not willing to pay you more than a caddy salary. But uh, we briefly talked about it this week. 
So if you want to go to Scottish, you're first in line. <laughs> Shit, Joel, at this point, I could do it. <laughs> I don't qualify. Solly's going to the live tour, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah, that's obviously Portland for Solly, unfortunately. <laughs> I can I can check with the misses on that one, but uh, that's very interesting. Thank you for doing that in front of uh, hundreds of thousands of people. <laughs> yeah, We're, no one what's Gino gonna this? do? It's too expensive for Gino to go. Can't be Gino, Gino's gonna be in two twenty five for for a week. For a week, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we'll 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 look into that. We'll chat offline about that. Thank you for the, for the offer. So, but. Uh, congrats on the great week. Thank you both for joining. This was fantastic having you. And uh, can't, can't wait to see you guys soon. Hey, Harry, I'll see you Thursday at Travelers because yeah, I'm I know, not on Thursday. Yeah. I know. I know. I'll see you Wednesday for your nine holes, buddy. Harry, go collect that cash tomorrow, baby. Yeah. Let's get go, some baby. ass, Harry. Yeah. Come on. No okay. prisoners tomorrow. Yeah, just get a few shots on a par three and get some cash money. Solly, <laughs> do your uh, cash app segue now. That's right. Uh, thank you for watching the show, Harry. I greatly appreciate that. All right, boys. All right, see, see you, guys. boys. See you, guys. See you, see you guys. Action pack. Never know what you're going to get here on the show. We, uh that was, that was unexpected, but, but greatly appreciated. Listen, DraftKings Sportsbook giving all new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000 if your first bet loses. we got a lot of golf coming up here in the coming weeks. Uh, a lot of action to be played here. I'm, I'm upset we made it you know, 38 minutes into this. Nobody congratulated me on picking Fitzpatrick to win this Congrats, week. Congrats, man. Thank you. Amazing. You can head yeah, to the DraftKings cool. Sportsbook app right Is now. first one this year? And check out uh, <laughs> all that they have to offer. I'm the defending DraftKings, I believe it, uh, if you remember right. Including same-game parlays, player props, live betting, and so much more. DraftKings, one of America's top-rated sportsbooks app, sportsbook apps, is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. And if sportsbook's not available in your state yet, don't forget about the DraftKings Fantasy app, offering millions of dollars in total prizes every week. Also had uh, Zalatoris and Fitzpatrick in that one this week. No big deal. Download and sign up for <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook to get in on all the exciting action for a shot at winning cash. New customers will receive a free bet up to $1,000 in free bets if their first bet loses. So sign up using promo code NLU to get this offer. Start seeing all the great ways DraftKings bring you brings you closer to your favorite sports. Oh, man. I gotta say, might be going to Scotland. Shit, I didn't see that one coming. That's supposed to be you on might vacation. Might be going to Oregon to Scotland. Although you're not going for for live. You're That's right. For family vacation. Uh, by the way, Fitzpatrick up to tenth in the world golf rankings according to our man uh, Nosferatu at VC six hundred six. I feel like we're getting to the, the the point in golf. There's too many top ten players to fit in the top ten at this point. So yeah. Fitz is just kind of now cracking it. It's like, man, there's just there's too many good guys. Yeah. So it's it's Scotty one. Rory's up to two now. Really? Uh, yeah. Rom three. Taste it, Randy. Morikawa four. JT five. Cantley six. Cam seven. Victor Hovland eight. Burns nine. Fitz ten. Spieth eleven. Willie Z twelve. Hideki thirteen. Billy Ho fourteen. Xander, 15. DJ, 16. He's going down the leaderboard. He tricked us into <laughs> it. He's in the open field. <laughs> he did it. I don't know how he did that. The Zalatoris thing's interesting. We need yeah. to get Justin Ray going on what's the highest anybody's ever gotten without a domestic win. I think Zalatoris might be doing the opposite of, of manipulation. Like, he's doing... He's, made, he's getting yeah. it the hard way. Yeah, yes. he's only playing well <laughs> in the majors, which is super respectable. 
I, I'm I'm hurting for Zalatoris, man. You, I know you had a big play on this week. I had a big play on this week. We started <laughs> o- only all my money. We had we the, ended like, the PGA props, show props for that. Yeah. Sure. By the way, like that Thank was you. that Thank was you. some some serious gumption, some serious like props for losing losing two hundred this week. But no props for me for picking Fitzpatrick. Yeah, no, I know how that whatsoever. works. I know how that works. Uh, but man, to be runner up at last year's Masters, to lose in a playoff at the PGA, and to show up here and like. <sighs> Miss a putt on the 18th green that was very makeable putt that he hit a good putt to go into another playoff, which he probably would have lost that anyways. How things are trending for him, man. It's we could be talking about three time major winner here, but like it just the ball has not bounced his way. And I think it's it's one of those. Uh, this is going to sound backhanded, Randy, but I promise it's not. But it, it is. It just kind of shows how the ball seemed to bounce one way for Morikawa and it has bounced the other way for Zalatoris, right? And it, you could very much convince me that. Both of those guys could have zero, and both of those guys could have two or three. And it's just truly the way it goes, man. It's it's really, really, really tough. It, it even sounds, I'm kind of reading through his presser, and it's hard when you can't see or hear it. You know, you're just kind of reading the black and white text. But, yeah, it sounds like he's already taken this one a little more like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> what like, do I have to do? Like, yeah, he's like, you know, I got over the last one, like, pretty quick. Yeah. And, you know, I was doing everything I needed to do, and, and you know, it was, it, it was okay. And then we got back into it, and like, yeah, this one's... This one's going to take a little longer. This one stings a little more. Uh, and it's, yeah, I feel for him, man. He it's, had that, like, tough. I want to get right back at it attitude after Southern Hills. I'm curious to, to read and see those yeah. as well. It's just, it, he it's also, a sea he also of yellow. He also said he pushed the, uh, he pushed a shot on 16, 20 feet as well. Okay. It's a sea of yellow on his Wikipedia page. It's nuts, yeah. dude. Never seen anything like it. It's nuts. In a, he puts really well in majors. I know a lot's been made of the putting stroke. He's dialed in from close. We're not worried <laughs> about that anymore. I think I trust him more than Morikawa. <laughs> yes. I know. He makes a ton of mid-range putts, man, and there's not a golf course that I won't like him at for a future major. There's not one single one. Yeah. Like, old course. It will be in my winner picks, hundred percent. Which I don't want to transition off of Zalatoris, but dude, you got to obviously put Scotty in that bucket too. Yes, Scotty's like playing well at so many different types yeah. of golf courses. It's insane. Which, if I could, if I could comment on the sentiment in the Kill House today about watching this, it was we just weren't pulling for Scotty, and I I don't really know if I know exactly why, but maybe it's kind of a I like the I like him off the course and, and all that. I just don't, there's something, I don't know. Like I, I invented the guy, right? I mean, I've been telling you guys about Scotty for four, five, seven, 14 years. 45 years. Know? Yeah, exactly. And, and I don't know. I just Josh can't. Been I, telling us about it since he came back from Vietnam. <laughs> I can't, I can't put my finger on it. It's, uh, it's kind of a mix of that, like under, and, and normally I really, really like it when a guy has kind of a simmering undercurrent of like tension or getting pissed off. Uh, it's just, I don't know what it is. Randy's just Kermit, Kermit with his T right now. Just, just, just singing about the eye test. <laughs> Sounds to me like you don't pass the eye test for you. Yesterday and today, I felt like he played, he played so well and made up more ground than he thought he would. And then he was like, oh shit. Like, oh no. Yeah. Kind of got it all at once with the Eagle on eight. And then yeah, had a really bad four hole stretch, but man, finished one what shot a, out of a playoff. And what a freaking start today yes like I, I thought he was gonna win by six for a moment there and i think you know it's all to your massive credit you you were very much peyton manning slow like slow everything down every time like oh god scotty's gonna run away with it it's like ah this golf course is not like that man you can you can go back backwards quickly it was out there and everybody bounced off the bitcoin ceiling except for matt <laughs> fitzpatrick he uh he's a whole coiner I'm- I, I let me let me say this about Scheffler, at least this week specifically. I'm I'm glad it was Fitzpatrick. I, I wanted Zal Torres or Fitzpatrick because I think those guys 
played the best golf yeah. in round three, the, the the most difficult day, and, and I thought they were the most impressive for that reason. So I, I was I was very much wanting the the one of those two guys to win. I don't believe that Zalatoris pushed his shot on 16. I think he's just saying that to protect certain people <laughs> that are allegedly on his team. I think he was going at that stick. The drive on 18 was was very good. Laced yeah. as well. Like perfect angle. I will say once he got a two-shot lead, it was he hit some squirrely shots. He struggled yeah. on the 12 13 stretch. He made the clutch par save on 13. 12 and 13 are like to his credit though. Uh, those those holes are so hard. They're uncomfortable. <laughs> Zalatoris did also say, if Harry's if Harry's still listening to the show, quote that golf shot talking about uh, Fitzpatrick in the bunker was one in twenty at best. <laughs> to pull it off in that situation is incredible. Taste it. <laughs> is that if, I, your leg still I, works, I'm Harry? With, you I'm with come Harry. <laughs> really? I, I well, I didn't see what was that that hard about that that Randy. Shot. You can't get the ball up like. More than 20 feet off the ground, out of the fairway. The, the question, Randy, the, the intrepid journalist, said, can you describe for the lay people just how difficult, why, why that shot was so difficult? He said, yeah. yeah, he had to cut it around kind of an island of rough in the middle of that bunker. Probably, I don't know how far he had. I'd say roughly 160, 170. So he's probably hitting seven or six iron, opening it up, carving it probably to the left edge of the green. And to be able to get it just past pin high, like I said, the fact that he had a look was just awesome. I think it there was, was a, probably a lot, was a, a lot more cut on it than than it looked like, and like Harry or like Joel was saying, if if uh, or maybe Harry said that, when you open it up like that and you just have to fan one, dude, if it comes up short, it is plug city in that front bunker too. Or you go long and you're chipping it down the hill. I mean, that was to hit it the right the right weight and the right, right shape and all that stuff. It's is so good, incredible. Randy's gonna be pissed at you guys for for congratulating him for pooping in the potty. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a theme from last no, night's show. No, he's listen, to, he's listen, to win 72nd hole of the U.S. Open, uh, yes. Uh, unbelievable given the the gravity of the situation. But I, I, I'm i not buying the shot in and of itself was that difficult. And many commenters like, such as Lane Schartz uh, saying, you know, the island wasn't in the way. Perhaps he had a better view than Zalatoris. And perhaps he also, you know, he has a better better sense of kind of the moment and the shot. Uh, so I would defer to Lane on that. On that. <laughs> On that point as well, 159 yards, eight iron, bunker shot. Like these, these are supposed to be the best players in the world. I, 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 I see a, a little bit of where you're coming from, Randy, and that you could easily get around the tongue, and you want to cut it out of a bunker rather than having to hit a high draw out of it. But to it still needed to be kind of a drop in the bucket to where he hit it to that to get the distance exactly right. You don't want to be long or short. Exactly, you go way long, like you're chipping. It's almost an impossible chip. And if you're short, you're you're plugged. Like to get the number right out of there was very, very, very impressive. It was it was a very memorable golf shot. And uh, I what, thought what, what, I commend him for hitting it left into that bunker in the first place. Exactly. He, he could have just fanned the driver point. way right. And I think that was that was big of him. Which talking to some members, this you know I was gonna save this. I was gonna save it for the the, the uh, setup talk, but I'm gonna do it right now. Remember, this member, friend of mine. From Boston told me he said, "You know what they, they did? They slowed down the greens." <laughs> was it Francis we met? Play. You were talking to? And then also, I know this man. I've showered <laughs> with this man. He's a good friend of mine. And then also, he told me on one and eighteen, those spots are normally OB, and they and they made him not OB this week, which I think is bullshit. 
I don't know how I feel about the internal OB to begin with, but I do think that the drops. It, it, I'm glad it didn't end up playing a role in the tournament today. It was a. It was. It did play a decent role Saturday, but none of the. It didn't end up affecting who won the golf tournament. Like there would have been an asterisk by Rory's name if he would have won this golf tournament, in my opinion. Not no through no fault of Rory's, but through the way that was set up, I would tend totally. to agree with you with that. But should we talk in about between Rory? one and eighteen? Normally, is a driving range TC. There's a, a yeah. massive merchandise tent there. No, I know. You know. But then over to the right as well. It, it, it's just, you know, like there shouldn't be, like basically it was a better lie if you missed way right instead of missing in the rough. Which, if it won't be the top of mind for memories for this golf tournament, Fitz missing way right on 15. Yeah. And Zalatoris yeah. barely Stay missing down. right is what made the difference in this golf tournament. That was cat-esque. Yes. That was, Go that way was, right. Yeah, that was a Tiger, Tiger like <laughs> 2007 kind of miss. He hit, blows it way over there, has 225 in, hits whatever into the middle of the green, rolls in the putt, makes birdies. Zalatoris is boned in the right rough, much closer to the fairway, and couldn't get much club on it. Hits in the front bunker, makes bogey. Two-shot swing, Zalatoris finishes one shot back. Uh, interesting quotes. I'm, I'm into Fitzpatrick's uh, presser now, but... Uh, he was talking about, you know, one good thing is the, the way the lie was, it forced me not to go towards the pin kind of yada, yada. I had to go play way left. Uh, but I feel like I'm a fast player. When I look back, it all just happened so fast. It was kind of like natural ability just took over to play the shot that was at hand as like I was a junior trying to hit it close. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Which is unbelievably awesome. It was no like deep breath. Like you're playing in the final round of the U S open. This is like to win the U S open. It was just like, dude, this is a normal round of golf. And I, I am amazed at players that are able to channel that in the most pressure-packed moments of their life. And his reaction after he won was kind of weird. Like, he kind of turned yeah. to Billy Foster, who was kind of overcome with emotion. And I, I, I'm curious, as he, I don't know if he says anything in there, if he knew exactly what the score was. Because he did not react like he won no, the he U.S. Open. Okay. He definitely knew. He knew he had to hit the green. Knew he, like, he okay. needed to make par to put, put pressure on him. Uh, he also said, like, about playing fast, I didn't mean to do that. I just committed to the shot that we had planned, and it just kind of came out of a, as a squeezy fade. Yeah, mm. it was amazing. Hmm. It was absolutely, absolutely mental. Fitz, I, super interesting thing. Like, I think this is this is going to be an interesting tournament to look back at. At you know, each guy's rank on each hole. I guess Fitz was the only, I think, one of only two or three guys in the field to birdie number five all th all four days. Hmm. Which that's a nice little win. Whereas, like, you know, you like you look at what Rory did today, for instance, or like that's an easy hole to just get caught with your hand in the cookie jar a little bit. The birdie on three was unbelievable. Which, if we also can mention, he's the only one that drove five today. <laughs> he, God, five turned hard yeah, this weekend. Yeah, five was awesome. It was not easy to get there. You could get there easily the first couple days, and he's the only one that found the surface today. He's an alpha with the driver. It's incredible. <laughs> God, what a golf tournament same this was. With, I, just along those lines, same with eight. Him, him hitting yeah. the green with the three-wood on eight, yeah. where yeah. it seemed like everybody else was coming up short playing uh, – down at the bottom of the hill, and then he buried impressive. thirteen too. I thought I thought thirteen was was kind of a, a kind bomb. of a turning point, right? You got Zalatoris over there. It's just it like that was such a that twelve thirteen. Those are two exceptionally difficult holes. Uh, God, this is such a good golf course. It was amazing. <laughs> I mean, look at this. I mean, Fitzpatrick, Scheffler, Zalatoris, Matsuyama, Morikawa, Rory. In the top six, we can't do that though because other, because then we get the Bell Reeve people coming in and saying, "What about that? What about Mister TC? What about that leaderboard? We're not going to do the the whole golf course dictates." But I think you can point to, I mean, using Damn, Joel right. as, as an example of like at least some different styles, right? There was a ton of variety yeah. on the leaderboard. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Should we talk about Rory? Sure. Uh, have I, we? All right, Scotty. I, have we? Have, have we polished off Scotty? 
Do you have anything more you want to add? No, I mean, just good. unbelievable golfer. Like it, yeah, yeah. it's going to become like <laughs> it's going to become easy super, to just like super good. Golfer. Not talk about him leading up into yeah. majors though, and no, he is definitely he's the guy. Like he's he's by far the best player in the world. He drove yeah. it really well down the stretch too. Oh God, I don't see that. Like, let, let me just <laughs> what for the record. No way. By far the best player in the world. Uh, no, nah. Who's the best player in the world? I mean, guy looked like Matt Fitzpatrick today, right? Matt Fitzpatrick, the best know. player in the world. Do you want to? Do you want to think about well, you, any no, of this? To be fair, for my client, you did not provide parameters. No, over I want to hear time frame. How he wants over to the last four it. days. This is like the Dustin Johnson. Exactly. And Oakmont, exactly. I just want. I just. This is. This is going on permanent record. I just need you to be clear. How you define the best player in the world and who it is. That's a good question. What if there's not a best player in the world? And I, and I mean that genuinely. We, we rest our case. Does there have to be a best player in the world? Randy's representing himself. Randy, Randy I, think, gonna, I, think, I, th- I think right now... There's, uh, there's a 24-hour waiting period until we, until we can get this, this take into the record, okay? He, he's, I, I, I would feel comfortable with, with the statement he is clearly among the best players in the world. I, I do not... I, I do not feel comfortable with he's by far the best player in the world. Who who would you put with him? You could probably argue Zalatoris is the best player in the world. That's honestly that's where my mind goes. It, gun to my head, difficult major course. I like I would have just as much faith in Zalatoris. I would love drive it. Like I would Scotty love did. to match up Zalatoris, maybe the best player in the world, with your Finau take <laughs> not winning. I would oh, love. Zalatoris is so much better than Finau. It's it's a but he joke. doesn't win, I mean, Randy. Point, he doesn't win. But at some win. point, you just gotta you just gotta you gotta believe what your eyes are and, are, are seeing. And that's part partly because the, have the, you had your the eyes PGA checked? Tour, wearing glasses. The PGA Tour sets up little boy courses <laughs> yes. every week. Yeah, and not big white horses. Some, some thicker frames for for the big guy. That's true. Uh, you guys are being glib. It's it's not a good look. <laughs> All right, we got well, Hideki. Here, here's next. what I was going to ask about Scotty. Right. Sorry, don't ever testify in court. By the way, is he's very clearly the, my client, notwithstanding, he's very clearly the number one player in the world right now. He is. He continues to show up every single week on every type of golf course. What needs to change for like people don't stay like this forever, right? So what's going to be the thing that that changes? Like what's going to knock him I don't off even, that that You mean Scotty? Yeah. I was going to say with Zalatoris, I think it's just sample size, right? Scotty's going to get some bad breaks along the way. Zalatoris is going to get some good breaks along the way. Like things even out, yeah. right? Now uh, yeah, now Scotty Scotty's also like a ridiculous putter inside of say 15 20 feet. Yeah. Like in in clutch moments. And I think there's something there. And I think he's just on a he's on a heater. Like, yeah. This time last year, it was well. Rom clearly the best player. Like, you just got to give it a little time. I, I or Kepka. I, th- I think like it goes back to Kepka. It's very it's very reminiscent of what of the run that Kepka was on. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. I I think Scotty's at bumping his head up against the the ceiling, but could be wrong. Been wrong before. Scotty is as. Top 10 in half the majors he's played, 6 of 12. He has a T4 and a T8 at the PGA, a T7 and a T2 at the U.S. Open, a T8 at the Open, and he won the Masters. Just just presenting that as evidence. of he's He's been good for a long, long time. Really, really has. And he... It was it was a he was in a female category of like why hasn't he won as of last year wins a bunch in mass like it's he's checking all the boxes dude there's not he's not leaving anything out he there had big dick wins on the corn ferry tour of course I'm trying to tell you guys about of course him. I think he won a U.S. Junior as well Mardis <laughs> yeah. uh, Camp God like Fino has caught so many bullets in this 
in this pod is unbelievable. <laughs> Greenhouse stinks. Uh, great, stinks. great Thank week for you this week. Uh, now, all right, can we just run down the leaderboard and use oh that as God. the agenda, basically? Because I think that's probably the most fair. Like, we're bumping Rory up prematurely above where he should be. We got to talk about Hideki here. Hideki shot 65 today, finished solo fourth. Hell yeah. That 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 three what he hit on was TC, it 15. When you go down the leaderboard, this is what we this is what we're asking. We do, what do you have to say about Hideki? I'm breath? saying he you, shot 65 today. We got to like mention that. Okay. Yeah. I'm saying that round of the tournament. It was the amazing. The three wood that he hit uh, on 15 from like what was that like two something uh, like 210 out and he hit this little oh yeah kind of a little runner runner three wood. Yeah. It was just it was grotesque. My, Colin Morikawa uh, shot 66 66. The only problem was he had, a, he had a 77 in the middle of the two of them. Let, let me, just going back to Hideki, let, let me, let me, th- this is where, like, this result for Hideki, we're going to look back in two years and be like, dude, he finished fourth at the U.S. This, this for me is the epitome of an uncompetitive top five. Factor. Yeah. Never really a factor. Only time he broke par was today. Oh, not a factor yeah. to win, but he finished in a 72 hole golf tournament. He finished fourth. Yeah, like I, and he's coming off injuries, and he's, yeah, right. you know, I, it's but, it's but a was never sign. really in the in the cauldron, Hideki, if you will. Hideki at the old course, like could, you could, could be intriguing. Yeah, I, I I would subscribe to that newsletter. I'll take some literature. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Morikawa, I don't know how to feel about about that. I mean, that's the one that almost pisses me off. Yeah, it's the 66 kind of, today. Kind of feels more, a little fraudulent. More fraudulent. I thought we wrote our narrative yesterday, oh. and then he goes and shoots 66. So it's, it's TC, kind of tough. Be taking notes for when we get to the next guy. I'm okay. very curious how your reaction to Colin differs from the next guy. <laughs> All right, the McRib. We got a T5 with Colin. I do want to say with Colin, though. I, I threw this out last night to much getting punched down. I said if Morikawa could go out and shoot 65 tomorrow, and sure. guys could, I mean, guys didn't end up falling back, but I just want to put that on the record that I was trying to warn you guys that Colin was going to make a bounce back. Listen, I, I mean, Colin's I mean, if, if we're talking about Colin, uh, has finished in the top eight of uh, five of his last six majors. Is that? Like, is that good or no? <laughs> Wait, is his not similar to Scheffler? Is his not non-competitive there? He Guys, shows- I cannot, I, I can't keep track. Are you anti or for Colin, Randy? He's like, a couple weeks ago, you called him I'm an empty four. vessel. I, I, Colin and Zaltor, Colin is among the very short list of guys I truly think are, are the best in the world. But if there's conditions, he's clearly not the best guy in the world. Well, that was tough yesterday. So that's that's what that's what we're dealing with Disqualifying. now. Disqualifying. He might be a dome player, but that takes me to Rory. Like he's Rory, like, absolutely like is Warner. disqualified. Uh, here, here's first of all, I need to read something into the the record from Neil. Neil's obviously not here with us tonight. Uh, he said, "Quote: uh, Neil would like." You to state that he is worn out from working the grill, uh, grill with an E, which is interesting. Uh, and though we came up short, he's proud of Rory for bringing the neighborhood together. What a good community we have here on Rory Ave. Uh, Randy would love for you to take the negativity away. I don't really need you spiking the football on us right now. So here's what I'll say. Opening statements. Uh, we're kind of trying to talk ourselves into this one. I, I was very, very hyped on Thursday. He hit the shit out of the ball on Thursday. He looked like the dude on Thursday and had not hit it well since. And the the putter was a bit of a miracle. We were kind of trying to kind of trying to will our way into that one, talk our way into this one, but it, it was really bad today. So it was a little more uh, – it was both like more – acceptable i think because he was not hitting it well uh and also more frustrating because after thursday it seems like he really kind of let one get away so i'm almost like uh 
I don't really know how to feel about it, Randy. I, I know you, you look at, at this as just a, a big a big gotcha. I, I don't necessarily no, I don't. feel that way. I still think he's he's finishing fifth with kind of like what looked like his B or C game, honestly. And uh, he had his A game at at multiple times this week for about twenty seven holes. He had his A game. It, it, it seems like it is not. Um, and then I mean, he just made a shitload of putts. Right. In 2011 to 2014, he would do A game for, for 72 holes at a time. And in majors, he has not done that for eight years. I, now, loved, right? I loved you guys acting like the putting was sustainable. After, you guys. After no, I thought he was. Who raised the hand on that one? Yeah. No, I thought he would. Listen, I thought he was going to find it. He's been hitting the ball so freaking well for months and months, which is my whole point. He, he I just, thought he was going to find it the last couple of days. He did not find it. I'm happy to say it was it was very, very bad. It was very, very bad. Here's here's my biggest issue with Neil's statement there is saying you're so proud of Rory. Like, well, like on, honestly. No, I'm proud we, of Rory, too. What for what? He did not have it, and he and he finished fifth, man. This is exactly the kind of stuff, oh, when he's not had it like this in the past, he finishes 35th, or or he's much, much worse on Thursday, Friday, and kind of slowly creeps up. Like, again, this was not a backdoor fifth. This was, he was in it until, you know, he kind of let his foot off the gas on Sunday, like didn't, didn't have it. So I, I'm, I'm going to keep saying it. I'm going to keep warning you. It's going to be there again at the old course. Totally. Uh, I and, hope it is. You know, I, again, if you if you want to root to be right, g- g- go ahead. But I'm gonna, Dude, I'm gonna keep rooting for the guy. I, I want I'm to win. not. I'm not rooting against. No, I'm, t- I'm talking to Randy. No, I know, but just in general, I don't even think Randy is. Like, we're I'm, not I'm rooting tired. against. I'm, I'm Rory. tired of the treatment he gets. Where it's like, even NBC, you know, he's two under playing 18. It's like, oh god, if he gets a birdie, he might have a chance. It's like, well, that no, was stupid. Stop it. Yeah, that was we, dumb. We I agree. Just quit. I'm sick of the apologizing for Rory. Like today's round was so lackadaisical. It was it was an awful front nine. The bad. the unforced error on five. It just was bad, dude. The bogey and the bogey on uh, on seven was even was even worse than five. Seven I mean, was, was bad. Brutal. That was, that was the low. And point. it's like he he just can't he can't get easy wins. Like just just it's, you know just get out of your own fucking way, man. Hit a five iron off the tee in some spots. Two things I, can so be true. I'm like, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know what there's to be like proud of. I'd be pissed. Two but things can be true, Randy. He is playing well in majors, and he's not close to winning them. Yeah, yeah. I like, think I think we're still early in the process. I think he's making progress. He's going like this. I'm buying stock, but we're not there yet, man. We need like one or two more first round draft picks. Maybe sprinkle in some free agent signings. I think he's kind of in purgatory. Like he's like the eighth playoff seed, and they're getting draft picks, but they're not really getting like the the guys that are you know changing up this, the DNA of the team. Majors. Not getting different, right? Majors. You're just kind of yeah. accumulating like those a bunch of six men. Yeah, I think he could go to St. Andrews and like fuck people up, except for Cat because Cat's winning. Yeah, dude, I, you can talk me into thirty five guys for St. Andrews. It's yeah. going to be a complete sweepstakes. What a, oh. what a run of major courses this year. Yeah. This is what like makes up for last year, which if we can just say was a bit of a letdown. Where's the open next year? Hoylake. Oh, God. yeah. Next year's gonna be great too. Yeah, fantastic. I, I I think I think looking at Rory on the weekend, it the the gulf between him and the the true elite players right now is becoming apparent. I, it's hard to argue with that. I mean, it, it, I I see what you're I see what you're saying. It's but. definitely no longer Rory's time. He can do it. He can, but it is not his era. It just seems like a lack of attention to detail. <laughs> I was wondering why Cody was uh, was back in the frame. I see some bo- the bots are back. We're getting. Are we, are yeah. we under attack? You got in a, a live look in right now at me battling the bots. That's not why I came into the screen though. I keep getting an error every time I'm trying to block him. I'm I'm blocking too quick, so I apologize to everybody. 
What I was going to say is that last week had to be exhausting for the rib. Uh, that's yeah. it, also the entire PJ tour was thrust on his shoulders. Big J didn't make face until Sunday. He ended up winning the tournament, had to bring all of that momentum to Boston. I know he's gone back and forth about it's good to play a tournament the week before. Maybe it's not. Now it's good again. But like we need him 100% fresh for majors. I think Big it, J it, should bonus him out. Much. I think Big J should give him his bonus. Randy, can you can you at year. least throw me a bone that that part of this lays at Jay Monahan's feet? I, I, I you know I'll ride with that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know I'm there with you, brother. Well, we have, we have entered the final hour of the show, and that final hour is going to be brought to you commercial free by our friends at RapSoto.com. You can go to RapSoto.com slash NLU. Use promo code NLU for $100 off our favorite range finder. These things are incredibly accurate. They get within 2% of units that cost over $20,000. The RapSoto mobile launch monitor app, it automatically tracks your stats, stores video, with Shot Tracer on it, helpful for club gapping, understanding true distances for each club. Gives you a nice little map at the end of your range session to show where you're missing, it's how so far helpful. you're hitting it. It's extremely helpful. If you're going to the range and not using something like this, you're not getting the most out of your practice. It gives you immediate feedback, creates a better practice environment, just keeps you from mindlessly hitting golf balls, which is all I've done my entire life. It's very portable. The case is about the size of a rangefinder. fits on the outside of your golf bag. You can use it indoor and outdoor. RapSoto.com slash NLU. Promo code NLU for $100 off a mobile launch monitor. Just looking at future major venues. It's going to be good through next year, and then and then the PGA's get PGA's bad. PGA's very bad. bone yeah. us. Yeah, they get really bad. Valhalla, Quail Hollow, things of that nature. Although Valhalla's being sold, maybe, though, maybe we can talk our way out of that yeah. one because the PGA doesn't own it anymore. That could be very good. If yeah. it ends up happening, or you know, who knows? Who JT's knows. gonna be pissed at you, though. I know he's pissed at that. you. He is. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyone else we need to talk about on the uh, on the leaderboard? Rom, kind of. We have to go pretty far down we, the leaderboard. Hold on, we got to give some props to Dan McCarthy. Dan McCarthy yes. finished T seven. Uh, DJ alerted us that he's allegedly the best putter alive. No, I don't even know who kept saying that. I kept saying that. Yeah, he, he does lead the tour, right? It's been, that's a thing. Somebody asked someone who's the best putter on tour, and they said Denny McCarthy, and that's been regurgitated on TV for the last month or two. And <laughs> to Denny McCarthy's credit, he shot 68-68 this weekend. Like, he oh, shot dude. 68 on Saturday. He refused to go away. Yeah. I will never forget Denny McCarthy almost had it, the Ken Duke round at RSM this past year on the horrible That's day right. that we decided to go in. Yes. My wife and I went for some reason. We were there for like 30 minutes and left. He shot like 29 on the front nine when everyone else was ballooning. I don't think it went very well on the other side, but I will always remember. Uh, also a T7, Hadwin. Uh, he, he held it together this weekend. I was very, very impressed. It's yeah. a great finish for him. 70-71 on the weekend. First round, 66. A lot of dudes got up to the top, and got to first place, and did not finish, decidedly did not finish in the top 10. Adam Hadwin did. He was the only one that maintained that. And then the other guy at T7, Keegan Bradley. I just want to, hats off, man. Thank you so much. Birdied his first, or bogeyed his first three holes. <laughs> And kind of exited stage left, and that was that was just such a wonderful thing for today. Uh, freed up some space for uh, for uh, the coverage to really focus on the guys that mattered. Speaking of which, what do you guys think of Gary Woodland's round today? What was the best shot you saw him hit? T ten for him. Could have told me he missed I, the cut. Yeah, uh, yeah, I honestly didn't know he was playing. <laughs> uh, we've discussed with Joel Damon's round with him, but yeah, Rom throwing up a stinker today. Seventy four. Yeah, that's, one shot off the lead coming in today. That sucks, Randy. I'll let you dance all over that one if you like. That's that. I have no words for that one other other than you know. Sometimes you get a lunch run at the 
at the shop, it's been hard to find, uh, you know, it's been hard to, hard to find employees. I think he's probably, he's probably trying to man, manage the well, whole shop no, by himself. These, it clearly got to him. So all these, all these cattle are dying out here exactly because of the heat and humidity. I, uh, I heard Bill Gates was killing off the cattle. That's what I know. I heard that too. Can I uh, yeah. The supply? only thing with Rom, I, I was surprised. I just wonder how much that double on 18 yesterday was just residual leftover. I, I don't know. Uh, but I guess some days you have it, some days you don't. I don't think anybody was really expecting Rom like massive things out of Rom this week. Like he, I know he was one of the favorites, second to last group, third to last group, whatever. Last was. night I was yeah. going like, into but like, it, yeah. but like going into the week. Like I just uh, like I feel like Rom is kind of you know percolating below the surface, and and he's he's kind of starting to show some signs of life. But it's been a tough go of it for him the it's last. Not been great. I was yeah, outside of Vidanta, my 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 hitters town in Mexico. I walked a few holes in the practice round. I forget if I told this story uh, this week. And uh, he, I, I was trying to like, give him space. He's playing with Phil. Like I wasn't trying to be a part of the story. And he just like comes right up to me and starts talking about a bunch of different stuff. And we'd we'd talk in between shots, and then he'd get up to a shot, and he would hit a horrible sh- like he was hitting it horrible when I was out there. And I would try to like veer away, kind of like kind of like the the the, the monkey meme of like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm probably distracting you. He'd come right back with like keep talking, and then get up and hit another horrible shot. I'm like, he's gonna punch me eventually. <laughs> And uh, sure enough, turns around and starts playing some serious golf. I didn't really see that one coming. What's but. the phrase that he always says? For goodness sake. For crying out loud. Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> I love John. I love, I love his little Rob, idioms. Man. They're the I best. I, I, him being in the hunt would have, today was an absolute blast, but him being in the hunt as a true, as the butcher, I mean, yeah. would have been, <laughs> that would have made it even more fun. God, the more he's involved, the better For those gets. that didn't listen the last couple <laughs> nights, we explained the butcher thing. I don't know if I can explain it. It's just Neil and I spent way too much time together this week. We were just laughing about how much he just reminds us of like a very old school, very angry butcher. Porter's texting me trying to like, trying to, I'm trying to explain it to him and I'm like, I think it's just the constantly, like, going back and forth between, like, violently, violently killing things, violently just tenderizing meat, and then just, like, being very thoughtful with the customers, <laughs> you know, it's just, I don't know, man, there's just so something stupid. about it just kills me, kills me, kills me. We were making all sorts of jokes. <laughs> you think uh, my oxtail is too rough? <laughs> you know, how are you braising it? <laughs> this knife, it's always this, this knife. It's always dull. I just sharpened these knives. <laughs> I, John, I know you're a podcast listener. You're probably as confused about that as we are. But the, uh, the butcher, just period, point blank, the butcher is such a fucking good name. I'm so mad. I had the booing going for like two years. The but no, the butcher's great. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna save you from yourself. Seamus Power also finished T12. Okay, I know all you. of our Irish friends would would be livid if we did not mention Seamus Power. Very big finish. Uh, Guido. Migliozzi. Mig- Migliozzi. Another, another enormous week at the U.S. Open for him. Massive day for, for Team Europe. You want, to talk about a, you want to talk about a backdoor top 20? Yes. I mean, uh, he was plus six heading into the final round. Yeah. Uh, and Xander, yeah. That's Leash. Leash as well. Leash is trending right now. DJ is low-lift finisher right now. at T24. Sam Burns. The, 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 you know, when the rain falls, that, that's, that's kind of like, these bots, the the boys start coming back. And uh, Cody, what's the trigger for the bots in the comments? But in in golf, it's it's when you soften it up. <laughs> a lot of little boys started coming back today. I agree. Scam Tringale, Patrick Cantlay. <laughs> a lot of the little boys took a nap yesterday. They they kind of woke back up. Uh, you know, yeah. they woke back up this afternoon. Kind of Duffy and Callum uh, Taran. You know, they're under birdies. par today. Cantlay under birdie or under par. 
I've got a guy yeah. I, I'm expecting. I've expected a lot more out of for years. I watched a little bit of him this week. Fleetwood? <laughs> no. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Thomas Peters. Yeah. I'm I'm ready for Thomas Peters to like go out and win some big dick events. He, he might have hit the best shot I've I saw all week. It didn't even stay on the green, but it was like his his tee shot into six. I was literally texting you guys after I saw it. It's like the heaviest ball, the heaviest like straightest shot I've ever seen. I was like, there's just something about the the way the ball shoots off his clubs. I'm I'm with you. He's I'm, so good. I would love to see him yeah. in the conversation. I'm, more. I'm blown away at the burn shot 76 today. That's yeah, that's super weird. disappointing. Yeah. yeah. Man, I would. I, there's not many gaps in the future U.S. Open schedule, um, but I'd be, I'd be pretty, probably pretty disappointed if it doesn't go back to the country club. And I get it. Why? Like, it's really, really tough for them to hold one there. I'm sure the membership. Does, like, it's a short season up there. It takes up a ton of their playing days. Like, they're like a, a much higher percentage of playing days than TC always than, thinking than about a, the members. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> but it, well, and it's just like I doubt they make as much money on this one as they yeah. do on others because there's just not as many tickets and there's. More logistics, there's more shuttles, there's more shit that the USGA has to pay for, right? But, man, it's a good product. Uh, th- uh, minus the TV product. Well, on that note, um, Cody, I, we didn't ask you to screenshot this, so I don't know if you do have it, but uh, Mike Wan, uh, I, I added Mike Wan yesterday, and I pointed at the camera and called him out and said, you need to look into this. And uh, to his credit, he went out on, went out on Twitter today. Mr. Wan, tear down this wall. Yeah, Mr. Wan answered to me, and he did. He uh, I got right at his face on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, t- I said it last night. I said, I don't feel bad about this because I asked you about it directly. You had a year to, to address it and didn't. But he said, uh, you know, I, I said this out. I said, set this out during commercials. They are back in commercials three minutes later. Do something, USJ Mike. And he said, I'm on it. We have the best sports production team in the world here with our partner, NBC Sports. That's a lie. Uh, Olympics, <laughs> Super Bowl, et cetera. And if the amount of interruptions are problematic, we will work with our partner to do better. Uh, he said, more TV people here than the Super Bowl, so we slash the USGA will work to free them up to do what they uh, what they do better than anyone. This has been a great U.S. Open. We'll, be, we'll work to make 2023 at LACC even better. Which, primetime next year. Primetime next year. And, and listen, I, I don't have any stats on this. I know the last hour was commercial-free, which was probably already set up, obviously, well in advance, but... It did seem a lot better today, and I don't know what it was, but I don't know if they truly front-loaded, like, let's jam all these things into Saturday or or what it was, but it did seem a little better today. I, I know I was very hot under the collar yesterday because that felt like it kind of ruined <laughs> an unbelievably awesome day, but I did feel like today was a little better. I thought it was better, but I think the, the curve was messed up based on yesterday. Yeah. Like, it was a yeah. normal day of There's going to be progress based because yeah. it was so shitty. I t- I've talked to a bunch of tour people you know, and, and you know, some of them were like, "Dude, you guys just all you do is bitch about commercials and all that." Well, you know what pisses me off even more about this one is the fact that NBC is paying like, like you said on the pod last night, twenty thirty cents on the dollar this year. Fox is paying for most of the broadcast yes. rights fees, and NBC is like triple dipping. Yes, yeah. they're not even double dipping; they're triple dipping. It's disgusting. They're putting their fingers in the sauce and just <laughs> swirling it around on top of the. And then triple we got dip. Jimmy Roberts doing all sorts of nonsense all over the place, which would work fine in a in a bigger window. That's the whole thing, right? Is and sure. I mean, there's a stories to be told around it. They just if you're going to run 22 minutes of commercials, whatever it they is, should you, give you Jimmy his it. own his own station on the cock. Man, your station. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like the whole USA Peacock dance they made us do on thursday friday it was gross it's insulting uh it's just it's like unbecoming like and and it like it chokes off their own shoulder programming on golf channel 
Which is dumb as shit, too. Apparently, you can sell the ads for more money on USA, and because in USA, there's is in more households than Golf Channel is. Which, so, yeah, Shackleford's talking about that a lot. I don't yeah. mind ending up on <laughs> USA. But. Which one do you think golfers watch more? Yeah. Like, what? It, like, all of this is such bullshit. Characters welcome. Though. But that's a triple dipping, right? Is exactly. Not only that, you're also running a sh- Like, if it was like, oh, we're going to run less ads because we can sell them for more on USA, that'd be great. But no, it's more ads for yeah. more money, and it's a, and it's harder on golf fans. And they're Fine. driving subs on the cock. How's the, which I know uh, we actually we're already running late. So uh, TC's been raving about the uh, the dark reimagining of the Fresh Prince that's on the cock. But I was going to ask you about that, but we could we could move on. <laughs> we'll save that for the end. I was just going to point out uh, future venues: LACC next year, Pinehurst in 24, 29, 35, 41, and forty seven. Uh, DJ Oak- was saying, imagine how hot it's going to be at Pinehurst in twenty forty seven. June forty seven. No, we're going to have global warming figured out by then. Uh, Oakmont in 25, 33, 42. They got the, the pine coat out there. Ed rolled around. 49. Shinnecock in 26. Uh, Pebble, 27, 32, 37, 44. Marion in 30. And then Oakland Hills in 34 and 51. How old are you guys going to be at the 2051 U.S. Open? I don't know. I'll be 65. You'll be, no, 54, right? Uh, you said yeah, 51? You'll be, you'll be, yeah, you'll be 55. 20 years from now. 29 years from now. Yeah, 2051. Oh, you're right. 1986. God, you're right. We're going to be in our 60s. We're going to be 65. We'll be collecting Social Security. (laughs) That won't won't exist. Yeah, it won't exist. Uh, (laughs) Freddie and Gus will be running this podcast by then. (laughs) Very stupid thing. I know we don't have a photo of it, but uh, it just blew me away. Looking at the photos of Curtis Strange, uh, just speaking of kind of being old, Curtis Strange in 1988 was 33 years old, was the same age as uh, Rory today he looked like he was like 55 just dudes dudes really life was harder then it was so much harder <laughs> because the u.s open setup exactly. was so much harder that's exactly oh no, right. that's a part of it yeah these guys are you know flying coach or driving stop to stop oh hell yeah solly uh freddie will be the exact same age in in 2051 that's wild think he'll be in the field he might be past his prime <laughs> might be retired by that's then true. God, uh, Freddie's playing. I, I'm gonna get on a podcast and get in his ass. <laughs> Freddie's got that. Freddie's a little boy. Footwork going. Uh, Randy Blandy finished uh, t43. Good stuff. Blandy man. had a great week. Back to live next next week, right? <clears throat> Speaking weeks. of the USGA, I I didn't know if we wanted to talk about um, David Johnson winning the inaugural EJ Marshall Award. Can, can you walk me through that one? It honors the green sections. Uh, E.J. Marshall is the, the founding father of, of the greens section, uh, actually an attorney from Toledo, Ohio. And uh, they presented, the USGA essentially made an award and presented it to themselves today, which I thought was cool. <laughs> Wait, so who is who's the guy that won it? Uh, the super at uh, Brookline. Okay. Listen, look, well, hey, they should have they, they listened to the super at Brookline a little bit more about how far they could take the course on the first three days. Right. Exactly. Yes. Like that's what I, I don't know how much to lay at the at the feet of Bodenhammer or at the feet of the chief agronomist for competitions for the USGA. This Darren guy. Yeah, I, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> there, no, was there a question there? No, I just like it's like we're gonna get some soft days here and there. Like it, it rained last night, right? There's nothing that they can do about that. It wasn't as windy. Like we weren't gonna get yeah. conditions today, but. 
like we could have had the like they had the course absolutely dialed on Wednesday, and then they, and then they ripped it back from from, you know, even even not on the brink, but like on that even same level, and and they just pissed down their leg, and you can't say pace of play because it stays late, so late up there, um, it just felt like. The pace of play is a myth. The whole, the, the, the whole court, yeah, yeah, or, or you know, like enforce the rules. Um, I don't know. It just felt like Thursday, Friday could have been a lot more, a lot more of a test, and then Saturday could have been absolute complete carnage. And then today would have been like a nice breather for the ones that survived that mental examination. I, and I, I think to that, I would say they've made it clear that this era won't will not be that. That's not their goal. And uh, I just feel cheated, man. Why, why did that's that fun. change? Yeah, when did because that officially the change? And why did that change? Why did it change from? Yeah, why don't they kill the greens anymore <laughs> not, and no. make it a shit show? You're, and you're, no, see now you're you're totally yeah, you're, you're, you're bastardizing the point. point. Thank you. You're asking for a a mythical perfect fir- level of firmness from the first ball hit to the last ball. No, hit. No, we're not. We're just we're just asking for them like not to throw a bunch of fuck water on the greens on like Thursday morning and Friday between both rounds like it like like that doesn't seem like much to ask it was in the it was in the low to mid 60s all week like come on I got nothing I I don't know what to say I I, it was a fantastic championship the the players simply beat them down I I think is the simple answer I think they've capitulated I think a lot of what you're remembering in, in past U S opens was like Saturdays and Sundays. And I think they don't ever bludgeon them in the face Thursdays and Fridays. I mean, maybe yes, it used to be a little harder with probably thicker rough and probably things like that. But I think they cranked it up on Saturday as much as they could. And today was a little soft because it, it rained. And I, I don't know. I had 0.0 issues with the setup. I thought it was absolutely awesome. I had a blast watching it. I thought, uh, Garrett Morrison, from the fried egg wrote an awesome piece about some of the history of like, yes, I think they did capitulate uh, to a number of players and they don't want it. It's clear. They don't want it turned into a sideshow. It's clear that they don't want the complaints. It's clear that they're working with players to identify a better winner or not a better winner, but identify a better setup and, and that stuff. And I for sure hear where you guys are coming from. I agree. Uh, I think Garrett's, the kicker to his his piece that he wrote for the fried egg was something like, you know, I, I think we're we've gotten to a point where we're definitely identifying uh, the correct champion, but it's just yeah, not as not as quite not quite as much fun. Somebody else on Twitter, I forget who it was, apologies, likened it to uh, instant replay in baseball, which was basically like, man, I, I'm 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 pumped they're getting the calls right, but I really miss the, uh, the like managers going ape shit on the ups, which is basically what I think yes. the conversation you guys are having. My ass is in the jackpot here, TJ. Well, you guys I, are kicking, I, I, kicking dirt at, at John Bonham. I, I would throw like the RNA as like a counterpoint a little bit of like, like the course, like the conditions are what they are. Yeah. Just let them go out and, and do that. And I feel like the, I feel like the USGA strangely enough is like actually manipulating it more than they need to. Right. I would say they can, at, at, at any point, they can make it hard for the sake of being hard. And I personally don't think that makes for great TV. Like, they could make, they could have protected par way better than this. They could have put the pins in way harder spots than they did. They gave birdie opportunities. I think it's set up for a great, ironically, a great television product of bogeys out there everywhere and birdies at any, at any turn. Like Joel said, you could birdie every single hole out there. I think that made for a great championship. Is it hard? Is it the carnage you, you, you want? 
It's it it's it was not and it's not going to be in the future. I, I don't think. I think it, it's a complete expectations situation for yeah, you guys. You gotta maybe. you gotta enjoy the fuck ups when they happen and they're going to happen again. But we, we just I, can't plan for them. I thought they. Played I don't it. know if they are going to happen. Yeah, I, like, I, I thought I, they played the faith. It, they no, played you need it to keep safe. the faith. They played They'll it safe it up on again. some of the pins. They played it safe on some of the pins on eight and fourteen. Like those were in the back half of the green the entire time. Not even, like I I think we had a tougher one on US Open Media Day. We had. We had that tough front right pin on 17. I would have loved to have seen that. There was just certain things that they just didn't. It was it was a great tournament. I thought it could have been absolutely iconic. That's what I'm saying. Shout it, out, it was, it was, it was a fabulous wife. tournament. I, I, I think I, like, I, where I struggle a little <laughs> bit iconic. is. I think there's something to be said about like what what is the brand of this tournament? To me, it, it just this and the PGA are just starting to bleed together. Where I'm not sure, and I totally agree majors, with that. But like, what's like what what's the brand? What what? How are you guys different from one another? Yeah, I got, I got no pushback on that. I, I, I don't definitely disagree. agree. I I think this is more exciting than the PGA, though. I think the PGA has aired on the side of hard for the sake of hard in the past. This year was, I thought was pretty good, but I think in the past, like Beth Page golf courses too. Beth Page. Yeah. yeah. On the whole. Yeah. Yeah. Beth Page stinks. And but like Pebble, I'm like with you, Randy, the Pebble U S open was pretty weak. Like it was just yeah. not, yeah. it was, Com- it reminded me of the AT&T sure. yeah. like Wingfoot had its ups and downs, of course, but it was overall like, dude, like one guy finished under par. Uh, Tori was a disgrace. I should never go there. Like, was Saturday, was, was Saturday not like exceptional? Though. The windiest day this week was exceptional. It was yeah. it was windy, but it was also like it felt like they they threw water on it that day too. They they did throw water on it, but it was also windier and chillier yeah. as well. I I just felt like they could have the firmness of the greens. Guys were complaining, like guys that we know and trust who were all over Randy and I for our wingfoot takes. Because and and I I want to apologize to everybody. The wingfoot takes in hindsight they were they were less about the setup and more about like wingfoot just kind of stinks. Like I'm I'm kind of out on wingfoot, um, but. Like I, I just thought Thursday, Friday, like the balls were stopping, they were spinning, they were, they were, you know, even on the surrounds, they weren't bouncing up to the greens. So it's all, I'm, it's all I've, I'm I, I've said my point. Cody, anything else from uh, from? We haven't talked about Grayson Murray's freakouts, multiple freakouts. Really? That, I didn't oh see any. gosh, yeah, he yeah, threw a club. Stuff. Hell yeah, threw a club big time off one of the greens uh, and then snapped one yeah. over his knee, which was Sick. fantastic. Yeah, uh, a lot of many many comments were flying after that, which which unlikely to be repeated but and just fyi on the on the expectations thing the the last three winners of the us open have all been at six under so it's 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 very clear like they uh, i think they have a system going so i i would expect to uh see something very similar and i guess my thing is like yo like you know what's really cool every once in a while even par straight up even par winning or like you know somebody like it was like t- but that's what i'm saying they could have done that but it wouldn't have made for a better golf tournament i don't think because i think the birdie opportunities made it fun like it was kind of like all right rory's getting to five yeah. i can't wait to see what happens here rory's getting to eight i kind of want to see what happens here 17 i got a funnel pin if you will randy like, i want to see what happens here guys were getting close but couldn't make the putts because of how much it was it was breaking all those things like you could take away and the scores would go higher and i don't think it would have made for more entertaining golf tournament but personally. even but even around the greens like some of the rough it wasn't long enough to be super penal, but it was long enough to keep the ball close to the green. But like, some of that, like somebody hit a straight up hot Carl into what fifteen or seventeen, and like it, Scotty, it's just like it's like two yep. feet off the, yeah, it's it like two Scotty. feet off the surface. Yeah. Uh, some of those, I just thinking of our beautiful boy Rory. Uh, 
some of those though, when it's a little thinner and a little patchier like that, the ball like sits down. Yeah. And then you can't like then you really don't know how to judge it. So it's I, I don't know. But like, it wasn't that either this week. Like around the no, grain, Rory so had a just, couple of those. But I don't know. That was because he was so far off, I think. I like this one from Tyler Starkey. U.S. Open should be at Solly's local qualifier course. He made it look impossible. <laughs> that that, that to, course was hard. To Solly's credit, that, that A, that day was impossible. <laughs> and B, that course sucks. I think I, think I tried I, to throw a, uh, a tweet that, or a, a, a tweet, tweet, excuse <laughs> me, <laughs> tweet that Grayson just uh, put out here about his day. He said, I will never apologize for wearing my emotion on my sleeve. Hell yeah, U.S. Brother. Opens are brutal. And if this offends you, it's your problem. Hell yeah. Grayson's been at all, at all the committee hearings the last couple <laughs> weeks, too. So It's afraid. You, know, you want to talk about Rory being under <laughs> mental stress? Imagine <laughs> facing federal jail time. So and bad. he was probably out in Idaho. Nope. The, all right. We're moving on. The Patriot. Front. We're moving on. I, I will say I do agree with Grayson. I don't think he should apologize for like no, it was sweet. Who's to apologize for? I, I don't care. I, no. I think it's I think it's great. I, I will say it's like, dude. Imagine if you played in a real U.S. Open, how mad you'd be. It's gonna be sick. True. If Kevin, Kevin Nash sneaks up and kicks his ass someday, <laughs> and he still got paid. Yeah, true. Anything we're missing, Cody? I don't know. I think uh, I'm sure TC will say we. We cut the leaderboard a little bit short. No, for his no, we got to like T42. No, we got we got all the way down to T14. After that, I don't think we need anybody. Hayden Buckley, T14. I'm going to give him a shout out. Uh, do we I, put I a, hate put a, to see the weekend that my boy Bo Hosler made. Just just horrible showing after being on the front page through Friday evening. What do you shoot? Uh, ooh, 78-77. 78-77. That's not good. Tough weekend. Finished uh, one shot ahead of Brooks, though. Brooks with a couple crooked numbers today. That's that's interesting. I think we do need to at least bit of a know, black cloud over the over the weekend for him. Put a close on Speeds Week. I was almost a just a total non-factor. He was sick. I know he was sick, but um, just doesn't doesn't look right on the greens to me. Still, just doesn't seem dialed. I, I want to take him for the old course amongst the thirty other guys. I want to take. But. See, and here's where Randy, I'm I'm trying to show some some growth and some humility here. <laughs> Uh, as far as how we treat guys, when it comes to the majors, like speed feels like another guy to me right now, you know, in the just another guy camp. Like I, he's not, he's not getting the special treatment for me, Randy. Yes. I, I think we've treated him very appropriately this week. Thank you. He is his majors this year. Cut T 34 T 37. After uh, finishing, he finished, did finish runner-up at the Open Championship last year. But. And I just want you guys to commend me on how brave that sentence was that I just made. When you've got Zalatoris, Rory, all these JT, all these guys, you know, finish the top ten every week. I, I will say, I just not don't, good. I don't think Speed's been good. Not good. I, yeah, I, I do think he he will again be the best player in the world at some point. Sure, the bots are back. The bots are back. Uh, yeah, I mean, speed, speed, emceeing it at uh, the Masters was was tough. Not good. Uh, I I'd like to throw out just anything else in the U.S. Open. Shout out to the fans in Boston, best fans in golf, best fans in golf, <laughs> best, easily uh, the best fans in golf. On it, I would say to this man, this felt like uh, this was a memorable day in the Kill House watching golf. Yeah. It's been a little while since we've yeah. done that, and it was just uh, in in the midst of everything else going on in the golf world. It was a great pause of all the other bullshit that we've had to talk about for. <laughs> Uh, a long period of time. And, 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 and they'll we'll probably have to talk about all week this week. Uh, of course. And it, it represented so much of what I love about golf. Um, being there this week just added a whole other layer to it. And 
I, I love, love, love major championship golf. I love to crown a champion. I, lo- I love everything that those guys had to go through down the stretch and the shots that we'll remember for a long time. That's that's why I got into golf. I love being on site a little this week, and I know we've bagged on the, the telecast plenty, but... Tron, you said this the other night, too. I'd like to take one more chance to do that. No, I, I will say shout-out to the USGA. They've yeah. made attending this tournament at, you know, a, a really, really great experience. Uh, media stuff's awesome. All the online resources are great. Uh, and it, not for nothing, like, letting you go and take pictures and videos yeah, of practice yeah. rounds and stuff, like all the stuff we put up on Instagram this week, not possible week to week. Yeah. That makes I, a huge difference. I think the show gets a lot better when we've seen the golf course and actually know, you know, what we're talking about a little bit more, when you can talk to players, when you can see them hit it, and USGA has made that very uh, very easy and very fun to do. So I'm I'm looking forward to going to LACC hopefully next year and, and you know, seeing some of these great venues on the men's and the women's side. Randy, yeah. I mean, I know we've, we've talked about that a lot too, but, like, the women's – U.S. Open lineup coming up is is a joke. I mean, it's yeah. so sure. freaking good. It's very good. Uh, and Lancaster, I will say Lancaster. my same frustrations on that oh, side. Yeah, I, I, I want them to make it difficult. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I think uh, shout out to Julia Pine. She made life easy for us. Yeah. From the media day to being on site as well. Sally, what did you think of Boston? This was your first couple times in Boston. I had an absolute blast. I think I was expecting a little more boorish behavior amongst the fans, but they were some of the best fans in golf, if you will. Um, I had a great time. I'd love to explore the city actually a little bit more, but uh, no, it was... There's not that much to see. There's not that much history. I don't need to see it. Jimmy Roberts and the crew took me all around the, around the whole city. They showed me everything was, I needed uh, to see. We went to get Pam. you on a duck boat, man. What did you think of Pammy's? On the, oh, God. it was That was the meal of the year Cambridge. so far, for sure. If, yeah. you're, if you are in the neighborhood... Uh, in Cambridge, we got absolutely just accosted by that guy after dinner who was just dressing us down for all of us being white, just really getting in our grill about that. I was like, I don't know what we can't really do much about that. Cambridge experience. Yeah, it was a full Cambridge experience, but Pammy's uh, in, in Cambridge was and then unbelievable. Mike, Mike and Patty's for the yeah. uh, oh, breakfast sandos. Very good. Cody, you said that was the best breakfast sando you've ever had before? Ever in my life. Ever. <laughs> so, yeah, it was good to go back up. I love Boston. I love the people. I love... Just there's such a distinct sense of place, um, except for that Thai restaurant we had the second night. Second Thai restaurant, not the yeah. first. The first Thai restaurant first one was fire, ridiculous. Yeah, oh, yeah. You just misordered. God, we're. I've, I'm sorry. I know this is. We're getting way off track, but I've never. Cody is, as you can probably imagine, if you know anything about his background, the most put together guy that there is i've never seen him so uncomfortable as miss like ordering the wrong thing at a thai restaurant was way too spicy for him he's crying he's trying to get more water he's trying to get another what what were you drinking like mai tais or something trying to get another (laughs) mojito or something from the bar sweating like crazy max's eyes are just dripping out of his head max i I, uh, honestly i gotta think some of his his uh saturday performance has to has to do with maybe that thai meal ordering something leakage way way too spicy it was it was really good um yeah back on the on plenty the, more golf this week too we are rolling straight into the kpmg women's pga this oh, coming I'm saying week this this week we haven't like the, that absolute unit oh, of a lad talked <laughs> won the won the british am yeah. won the amateur in awe in awe uh, of the size pot, of that lad pot guider second youngest uh in 140 years how about, how about that? that jennifer so. Cupcho wins in a playoff at Dynamite leaderboard on the LPGA, LPGA Tour. All-Star game. Oh, my God. The horrible timing to go up against the final round of the U.S. Open. Uh, but that I haven't caught up on the highlights of all that yet, obviously yet. But uh, Also, selection of Bally Liffin for 2023 AM. Big deal, mm. according to Wolfie. He's, he's texting oh. me this right now. 
Big deal. A lot of people in the comments are 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 strongly, strongly encouraging me to go caddy for uh, for Joel in Scotland. We're working on that. We're supposed to be on a, a vacation with my wife during that time, so we'll see if we can move that to Scotland. That'd be uh, interesting. Norman, we'll be thrilled. Norman Jong. Did we see that coming? Did not see that coming. Wins on the Cord Ferry Tour. Uh, first win, I think, since DJ put an end to his career in that yeah, video. Yeah, and I, I felt bad about that, and I've been meaning to kind of address that topic, but I'm sure a lot of people saw the video, you know, to complete farce in the editing room. Uh, actually, I might have edited that. I don't remember. But it was, uh, you know, how many clubs can Norman hit past little little DJ? Uh, and, you know, first of all, as Saul, you were on site. You saw this with your own eyes. I hit a beautiful, first of all, they made me hit Norman's fucking driver. You know how different our swing speeds are. He's got the, like, triple X you know, shaft that, that I'm, I'm trying to, it's, it's like 40 degrees in Carlsbad. I'm no warm up swings. Like, yeah, hit, hit Norman Jong's driver. I thought it was, like, in, okay, thought it was in Calabasas. Cool. Oh, sorry. Calabasas, as Neil said. Uh, and I just hit this beautiful peeler, this little par five out at whatever golf course that was took the shape perfectly. I mean, it was, it was a true artisanal, artisanal shot. It was a par five. I clearly would have got home in two. Uh, but instead, we're running everything off the track, man. So how many balls did he actually hit past me? Very, very few. Which we definitely went over this before you hit the shot. We were going off the track, man. The track man could have been juiced. Exactly. Sure. And I didn't even get to set up the track, man. I think his agent set up the track, man, which leads to a whole other set of questions. He's hitting these big rope draws, hitting all, you know, five iron past my driver, even though he's 100 yards short. It was bullshit. Watch good to good to see him get back on the good horse. Play. It's like our most viewed video of all good, time. Good to see him get think, back on the, the horse. Bots, I think the bots. I think that's the one video we've ever had that the bots could have gotten involved. They with. got taken over. Maybe it got, it got picked up by something and it just got out in the open. It got, field. It got in the ecosystem. Uh, Wolfie's saying that it's a big big deal for uh, Ballyliffin to get the AM because it's not in Great Britain. It's in Ireland mm. and not not Northern Ireland. In Ireland, so it could signal kind of something for the future of the British Open. As well, sure. So, uh, a future willingness to no longer the British Open, exactly. Mm, interesting. Now you can call it the now Open, we're talking. lads. Um, <laughs> KBMG Women's PGA this week. Uh, the big guy and I will be out there for a few days this week at Congressional. Excited to see the brand new Congressional, um, and uh, yeah, probably some other news in the golf world probably coming out this week. I would imagine. I saw. I saw Honest Abe committed. Is it Finally. is it announced? Yeah, announced? It looked like it was. Yeah, yeah. Honest Abe is one hundred percent gone. If uh, if that's not official, official, which he's been rumored for yep. months now. That one's that one's happening. Uh, hearing that there's going to be a, a staggered bit of rollouts of live commits. They're trying to do that to really keep, stay in front of the news cycle and twist to, the knife. Yeah, and to try to you know own it instead of getting you know it doesn't hit as big when four names are announced at once it's going to be kind of staggered a day at a time or whatever it may be and make it feel really momentous um there's a lot of misinformation out there we've heard so many different names so many who who knows what happens there's a there's a mandatory players meeting was it monday night or tuesday night tuesday morning play, at, 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 for the pga at tour players yeah and then uh and then the euro tours is is announcing on thursday kind of their next steps as far as Suspensions, punishments, no punishments, potentially some you know additional stuff with the strategic alliance. Or I I tend to think that Pelly's only move is to align with the Saudis. But and I think the only thing that's come out so far, which was reported in a couple different places, was basically like the the BMW event in Germany this week. Live players are allowed to play yeah. and and totally fine. Which 
I guess would, the reason that's notable is that it would signal that the Euro Tour is potentially not going to follow suit with the PGA Tour in, in banning slash suspending guys, uh, which if that's the case, then I had a whole Twitter thread. It's Sully, I think you did too, but then your mind starts to spin about like all kinds of possibilities of if, you know, the Euro Tour is suddenly, you know, in deep financial straits and somehow the live tour swoops in and buys them for OWGR reasons. Like the biggest sticking point with a lot of this shit is going to be live players not getting OWGR points. Right. And, and ha- watching their world rankings fall off a cliff and not being able to play in majors is, is kind of the whole issue. So if there is any kind of alignment that happens there, which is really interesting from a purely political, you know, the Euro tour aligning with the PJ tour and, you know, having that stake bought of the from the PJ Tour and then whipping back and aligning with the Saudis could be, you know, very interesting. But uh, if that kind of becomes their side door into this shit, it's like all of a sudden manipulation SZN in a in a pretty big way. But then you get all kinds. Of, God, this shit's so confusing. But you, a lot of the like Euro Tour stuff is now going to be devalued in the OWGR, right? Starting at a certain point, and I don't know. The whole thing is just the the reason I think it's so important and interesting and if anything happens this week about you know a sale of the euro tour or a bigger you know alignment one way or the other i, I think the biggest thing it's all you pointed out is like the Ryder cup right is there's the a euro good chance tour comes with half of the Ryder cup there's a good chance by the end of this week that the europe the the european side of the Ryder cup is either owned by the pga tour or owned by the saudis yeah like think about that <laughs> and then and then there's a clause in the Ryder cup deal with the pga of america that says that if the Euro Tour changes hands that like the Ryder Cup's basically like their ownership stake in the Ryder Cup goes back to PGA of America. PGA of America. Mm. So, and then, you know, that's before even talking about with, you know, who and what's playing. We've heard all sorts of names, you know, many of the rumors are probably bullshit, but some of them are probably true. Like we've gotten some really good information throughout this whole thing. Um, and then, yeah. And then, you know, on, on the tour front, like what they're going to announce or what they're probably working on. Like I would imagine that some of it's structural and some of it's probably trying to make it a little bit easier to take care of these top 30 to 60 players and funnel more money to them. But there's some structural procedural kind of organizational things that have to happen in that regard. And then also, you know, them, I think making changes to the schedule for future years, they, they haven't announced the schedule for next year doing some sort of a fall series to, you know, big money team thing. That, that sort of, I think all that shit's on the table. So, yeah, and it's been a. I mean, I he, I'm hesitant to name any other names. Uh, I know that the the South Americans and, and the Latin guys are very, very strongly to be rumored. Um, and then there's all kinds of rumors flying around the the Hovland Morikawa stuff that I don't think are true, but I I yeah. cannot say. It's really, really hard to say because. Um, it sounds like the GM at Pumpkin Ridge is telling people a lot of things that really are just, I don't know if he's just parroting live talking points of all these guys are coming, this list of blah, blah, blah. And I, I've checked with multiple people and it's like, no, more cows not going like, yeah. and the, the, the GM Excel is telling guys people have been rock solid. Yeah. Um, yeah, that GM, Greg, loose lips, sink ships, <laughs> got some loose lips out there. <laughs> Who knows? For all we know, they're going to announce everyone tomorrow. Um, it's, it's, it's. I don't foresee yeah. this being a good week. I can imagine. I foresee an emergency pod in in the cards this week. It's going to be a very weird time. And, and then third leg, Greg's probably going to hop on Fox News a few more times too. Probably. <laughs> Cody, anything we're missing? Are we ready to uh, put another major championship in the books? Randy, anything we're missing? 
No, no. Cody, please go ahead. <laughs> Randy's got all sorts of live takes. The only thing I got, Solly, uh, phenomenal week. Thank you so much for hosting. Thank you so much for everybody tuning in. Uh, I think we, we mentioned it a couple weeks back, but the No Laying Up YouTube channel, getting over 100 subscribers. 100, I don't thousand. know if we got the little 100, plaque. 100,000, actually. I've corrected 100,000. Thank you. Huge kudos to overall executive producer DJ Pihowski getting the videos and everything straight. To the founders, the dads, we all love them. Thank you so much, not only for my paycheck, but for everything <laughs> that you guys do for live shows, original content, everything else. For the game. Uh, it, it means a lot. So everybody who subscribes to the channel, watches the content, uh, downloads the podcast, you know, it all goes a long way. So we truly appreciate it. We have always joked about, you know, Neil used to work uh, at Google selling ads at YouTube. He's like, no, dude, when you get 100,000 subscribers, they send you this plaque. It's, it's so sick. And uh, we always kind of thought that was a joke or maybe not a joke. But, yeah, check it out. Showed up uh, showed up this week. So And they're not bots. Like, they're That's, I was going to say, even have to pay anybody for it. It yeah. would have been easy to do with clickbait thumbnails and titles to our videos and gaming the system, which a lot of people do. And we, just buying we, we bots like a lot of our competitors do. Yes. And we didn't do any of that. So not yet. That is um, smash the subscribe though on the way out. <laughs> smash that like button. Anyone who wants to see Randy take on you know f some other competitors, you know, let them know in the comments. Hit the thumbs up. Uh, we're, Randy, we got some fire collabs we're gonna be doing with some other channels. <laughs> yep. uh, a lot of you've been asking about Randy's skincare regimen. <laughs> we're gonna be covering that. Uh, yeah, we don't have to do much of that stuff, which is really fun. And, also, yeah, and it's and it's easy to have true endorsements like it's not just advertisements they're endorsements of like yeti uh roback callaway Pro, callaway rap soda yeah thank you to everyone involved and with it thank also you for buying their stuff because that's the reason that they keep coming back and and supporting these shows major after major we also have Winston Collection towels and head covers uh, going in our shop, including the best-selling tie-dye skeleton logos, uh, which, um, yes, you, I believe that's you can find that in at store.nolangup.com. We have a limited edition summer collection, some new summertime T-shirts. There's a restock on Imperial hats in the in the lab as well. And you can sign up for the newsletter that will go out on Friday, newsletter.nolangup.com slash subscribe. And I think that is absolutely it. That's all I've got. That is my takes. Uh, Randy, excited to go cover a major, another major with you this coming week. Excited to see Congressional. And uh, yeah, we'll have, a, we'll have a preview podcast out sometime this week as well. Do you so. guys like Indian food? Love Indian food. There's an Indian place on M Street in downtown D.C. called Rasika. Okay. I will make your reservation there. If you want. Thank you, DC. It is, it is the, be it's the best Indian restaurant I've ever been to. Oh, love Ooh, that. Anywhere, London, <laughs> anywhere. Love that. We'll be on top of that. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in to all these shows. This is another uh, fantastic, very fun week. We will, of course, be doing them for the old course at St. Andrews as well. And uh, so we'll see you then. Cheers. Crack on. Cheers. Thank Cheers. you, everybody. Cheers. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yes. Yeah. Honey, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most!